The transfer portal is open for business and Boston College is ready to get into it. On today's show, who are the Eagles looking at? How Jeff Halfley's viewing the transfer portal and a whole lot more. It's an episode you are not going to want to miss. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On BC. I'm your host, AJ Black. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Monday, we kicked off Transfer Palooza. That's what we're calling it on 247. As the transfer portal officially opened, and players that are not graduate transfers can enter their names into the portal and decide where they're going to start looking for other colleges. Now, we'll get into it in a little bit, but Jeff Halfley has already talked about how BC is going to be active in the portal. And as we said on an earlier show this week, Mitch said this is going to be their, their, their philosophy into, but this is going to be their philosophy going into uh, this portal season because, you know, they're looking at a recruiting class of like seven. I don't see it getting higher than eight, nine. They're going to have to kick butt in the portal. So Boston College has a lot of work to do. They have needs. They have to build depth, first of all. They need talent. They can't just go out there and get guys that are projects. They need guys that can go in and be able to contribute on the roster. And that's what they did a little bit last year. We saw it with Kyle Hergel, Logan Taylor, Kai Robichaux, obviously Thomas Castellanos. We saw some from Victor Nelson, Kari Johnson, these were guys that were brought in with the opportunity to play. And for most part, they, they were doing that, right? They're going to have to do even more this year, though. This is a year that Jeff Halfley, he, he knows, everyone knows. This is going to be a critical year because if 2024 does not go the way that folks hope, say they don't make a bowl game, all signs point to this will be the last year of Jeff Halfley. So he's going to, he, the pressure is on him and his staff to go out there and, and, and kill it on the transfer portal. So who are we going to, who is BC going to look for? Who is going to come here? And the first, you know, and we talked about uh, on Monday's episode with Mitch, why people would come to BC. And I think there is going to be a robust group of people that could come in. Now, the first name, and I'm not going to get into positions because I think you could use any position and say that BC needs help there, right? The first name that we're going to look at is Damon David. And BC has not, to my knowledge, offered him, though Damon David has not. He's I covered his original recruitment. He is not a very big social media guy. So even if BC offered him, he probably wouldn't hear anything about it. Now, he played for Oregon. Damon is a class of 2020. He's a junior. So he's class of 21. He played nine games as a true freshman. He's a, he's a defensive back. He made three solo tackles. Um, one against Colorado, Utah, and Oklahoma. And then 2022, he played all of Oregon's final 12 games, finishing with eight total tackles and six solo. Why would BC be interested in him? Well, he's experienced. This is He's into year three. He's not a guy 
that's been sitting on the bench. He played for a good program. Uh, he He's from this area. He's from, well, the North. He's from the East Coast. He's from Maryland. He's six feet tall. <clears throat> he fits a need. You saw what the, the secondary looked like. Now you're not going to have Elijah Jones next year. You're going to not have John Pupil. We'll say what you will there. But they're going to need some secondary help. Damon David is a former four-star. Uh, you know, stars are, are what they are, and you can agree or disagree with them, but he came down to a final two of Boston College in Oregon when he committed in 2021 to the Ducks. He has a very good relationship with Azar Abdul-Rahim. He has a very good relationship with Jeff Affley. As far as I know, I don't, I don't think anything changed there. He fits a need in the secondary. Now, there's other guys that they've offered in the secondary. There's Upton Stout, who is a defensive back from Western Kentucky. There's other names that I've seen, but this one fits the best. This is a guy that I, I look at and say, okay, he's got a connection. He's from this area. He He's looking clearly to get a bigger role. He played very little in 2023, and I'm not sure if it was an injury or not. We didn't see much of him. He fits a role that you need. So Damon David is one I would watch for. And I'll be I'll be following up on this on Eagle Insider, see if there's more to it than what I'm just saying right now. Now, the next name of someone that we could be looking for is Cameron Martinez of Ohio State. So look at this. I'm not telling you, like, BC is going to be out there looking at uh, just G5 or FCS schools. There's, there's Power 5 programs and big-time ones that they're going to be looking at. Cameron Martinez is a secondary. He plays safety. He's a 5'10 safety from Muskogee, Michigan. He's a senior, so he can play right away. Um, he's played in 25 games, three starts. He has a pick six, 38 career tackles. He's a former four-star. Uh, again, you need help in the secondary. This is a guy that could do it. And you ask yourself, well, why would Cameron Martinez, who played for Ohio State, come to Boston College? Go to 247 and look up his his uh, recruiting his recruiting profile. Who recruited him there? Jeff Halfley. He has a very good relationship with Jeff Halfley, obviously, if he chose the Ohio, to go to Ohio State. He could go to BC and play immediately. He could start because BC has a lot of need in that secondary, and it would help Boston College a lot too because they need him. So I look at Cameron Martinez another four-star, another guy just like Damon David who needs to go to a program that needs somebody to play. And I go, okay, you got two guys right here with good, good pedigrees from bigger programs who played a little bit. They could be great fits for Boston College. Love, I love both of these as possible choices. Now, my third is... Kamari Mor- Morales. Kamari Morales is a tight end from the University of North Carolina. He did an official visit this past week to BC. He's B- he's UNC's leading tight end re- uh, touchdown re- uh, receiver of all time. He beat out Eric Ebron. Now he's been at UNC for a while, but he plays tight end. What does BC have next year that is a giant need in the portal? is a experienced tight end. And that's exactly what he is. So he could be a big need. So again, 
you're seeing offers. If you go on my site and I, and I'm going to be putting up uh, a who is BC offered type of thing up in, for VIP users in just a little bit. There are a lot that are, you know, Western Kentucky, East, you know, Tennessee state. There's, there's a lot of FCS schools in there too, but BC is connected to a lot of power five schools because I think BC could, could really, they could really clean up with guys that have some experience, but are looking to become everyday starters. And those were just three. I'm going to have much more up on the site. So go over to Eagle Insider. And right now, I put it up in the in the links. I put it, I mean, into the announcement bar. If you want to become an Eagle Insider, you need to sign up right now because it's 60% off. I have all sorts of information. We talked to the staff. You know, we have Mitch in there. He talked to He talked to the big guys about how uh, transfer portal is working. I have my three things I know and three things I think you can sign up and get all of this for $3 a month right now. You support my work. I think you'll enjoy it. The link is in the comment section right now. Get in there, sign up. Marty will tell you it's the thing to do. If you have not done so already become an Eagle inside member. All right. Now in our second segment, Jeff Halfley talks today. He spoke to the media from his car on the road, and we'll talk a little bit about what that looked like and what he had to say about the state of his program. This is some big time stuff, and you're going to want to hear my thoughts on what Jeff Halfley had to say in just a moment. Now, it's Christmas season. You guys are going out there. You're going to concerts, going to games. You may be trying to go to the Nutcracker. You're thinking of going to see the Rockettes. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. With killer last-minute deals, GameTime has it all, including all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. GameTime takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Hey, if you're going to if you're going to New York, you're going to see the Rockettes. You can find those tickets there. You can see where you're going to see sit. How close you're going to be to the to the Rockettes? Are you going to be able to see them perfectly? That's what you get at GameTime. They're perfect. And if you're thinking about going to the Patriots game. We're talking about deals. You can watch some of the worst football in the NFL for, for really good deals on game time. So see the v- seats before you purchase all in means you're not getting any surprises. So download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on college for $20 off your purchase. Again, use code locked on college for $20 off your purchase. Download game time to t- game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. This is Locked on BC. I'm your host, AJ Black. We're talking about transfer portals here. And I just gave you, and I missed, I put the wrong vi- pictures in order. Um, I just gave you three names that I think BC should be looking at. Some of them they are, some of them I think would be good fits. Now, what did Jeff Halfley have to say? Now, he had his, um, his Fenway Bowl press conference today on Monday. And credit to Jack Jack from the Heights and Trevor Haas, who I, I obviously I couldn't go, but they they asked some good questions today. Between the no, the nonsense of hey, does it feel great to be playing in Boston? And hey, did you know you're playing on the same sideline as your other your opponent? Uh, questions that um, I don't think anyone wants to ask, but some people seem to need to ask that stuff. There were some really tough questions of Halfley, and I think it was a really important point they brought home. But Halfley, to his credit, responded. Now, he was asked, 
he was asked about how he is using the portal and some of his thoughts about that, including his recruiting class. And I want to read it. Now, this is a longer transcript. Um, and I think it gives a good perspective of um, what he, you know, what he thinks about the recruiting class. Cause right now BC's recruiting class has seven kids and they're what, like 110th in the country this is what he had to say. We're graduating minimal players. I think we're losing maybe four to five, maybe three to five guys. This will be the smallest class that we've had. Recruiting rankings are you bring in 25 to 30 guys, you get high rankings. I mean, you know that. It is what it is. We've had really high rankings. We've had a lot of people in the classes. So this will be a small class, the smallest class that we've had. We've made some decisions with some recruits. We're going to go after the ones we want because the numbers are going to be very small. And then I want to go on the transfer portal. So I think you understand exactly what I'm saying. I don't care what our rating is. If you had seven players committed, you're not going to have a very high ranking. And our staff right now is on the road looking for guys to help us win games. And that's what we're going to do. I love the high school players that we have committed, but no, there's zero concern for me because of the philosophical approach that we're taking with this year's class. So what is the philosophical approach that they're taking to this year's class? It's win now. Jeff Halfley knows he has to win right now. There is there there is no playing for 2025 or, or developing guys. He doesn't have the luxury of doing that. There's no point in bringing in true freshmen because they're gonna they're gonna need time to marinate before they can play. BC can't bring in you know top 50 recruits and be like, oh yeah, these guys are ready to play. These are guys that take some time. They need time in the, you know, in the weight room and learning the playbooks and stuff like that. So he's going to go to the transfer portal. This is why I think, and I said this up on the site earlier, that BC is going to bring in a class close to 20. This is what I've heard, that that's what they're looking at. They're not messing around. They're not looking for guys that are going to come in. They're going to take all year and, and have their lumps. They want guys that can contribute immediately. Guys like Kai Robichaux, guys like, even George Rooks, who just started day one. You need guys like that. And they're going to have other guys that are going to be death pieces. But those guys, those recruits too, those transfers too, need to have some experience. Jeff Halfley cannot fill his roster with got, with players that had, do not have collegiate experience because as we've seen year after year, the team seems to get hurt. And they don't have the depth to follow that up. So they put in freshmen and, and underclassmen who are not ready. And then they have to dumb down the offense or defense. And that hurts whatever they're trying to do. Excuse me. I had to dump out there for a second to sneeze. So when I look at what Halfley has, what he said, I, I, I understand it. Now, one thing I don't agree is another comment he had, and I'm going to pull it up right now. Asked on how his team has improved over the last four years. I think we brought in a lot of talent. Certainly, we've had ups and downs. I think the process, you know, had some moments where it looked really good, and there's been some challenging times. But where 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 at right now, I think we're moving forward in a really positive direction. I know everybody wants to, you know, focus on the negative when it gets negative. And then everybody throughout those five wins wants to focus on the positive. So there's ups and downs, there's ebbs and flows. 
It's about, about becoming a more consistent team. And that's what we're striving to be. And I think that's the players that we have right now. That's where we're headed. This will be a first time where we have a heavy senior class since we've been here. And I think that really helps when you're looking to build consistency and you're looking to build depth. And that's what we need to understand that this group, that this group is going to be seniors next year is the first senior heavy class that we've had in a world where people are playing with fifth and sixth year players. We're going to have more depth. We have guys with experience, which is what we need. And I think we've got some real key pieces to do some great things. And I'm really excited for that. I look at this team and you know, there's, there is, there is, um, upper class depth there. Like you look at any position and you could see what Halfley's talking about, right? You get Cam Arnold. He's been there forever. Donovan Nazarak, who's been there forever. Nano Paula, um, Cam Horsley. They got guys that have been around. I, but I look at like the secondary, right? Amari Jackson, he's going on year three. And then I, I, you know, the shoulder shrug emojis. I, I, I don't know. Jalen cheek has been around a lot, but has he played a lot? TJ Kling scales hasn't played much. They need to build like their secondary with depth. I look at tight ends, you know, Jeremiah Franklin, I guess it's his year three for him. So he's got some depth, but I don't know. Experience and talent, I think are two different things. And I'm just worried that it's more on the experience and less on the talent piece. So I, I, I think he did a lot of dodging in terms of what he's accomplished other than saying it's been a lot of ups and downs, which I guess is true, but that's Halfley's responses. I don't know what you guys have to say about any of that. Uh, that so that's kind of where we're at with that. Now, in a moment, I'm going to wrap things up. I want to talk about three big things that happened this weekend, including hockey, basketball, and recruiting. We'll get into all of that in just a moment. Now, I want to tell you all about our friends over at LinkedIn. LinkedIn is where you want to go if you've got a job ready to go. Now, if you're posting, you're looking for someone, an administrative secretary, and you want someone who's organized, you want someone who's good with computers, you put in all that into your your job search. And whatever you're looking for, LinkedIn isn't just another job board. They have a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many qualified candidates. So easy that in fact, 20, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and may not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is Locked On BC. I am your host, AJ Black. Big weekend for BC sports in terms of just lots of games. Now, let's talk about hockey first. They had a home-and-home home against Northeastern, and it was an up-and-down weekend as both teams gave up the uh, wins at home. Now, on Friday, BC fell behind very fast Northeastern, down 3 nothing. And I saw all the tweets. It sounded like things were getting pretty dire. And credit to the Eagles. They stormed back, uh, tied it up. But the third period, they just didn't have enough, and they fell apart. Must win game on Saturday in at Matthews Arena. They come back. They do what they need to do to earn that win. So 
again, good resilience for BC because when you lose a game like they did on Friday, sometimes it's easy. And and we've seen teams like this in the past where they lose and then it just kind of snowballs. They, they, they got it up and earned that win. Now they're number two in the country again. That's still great. Um, and we'll, we'll have to wait to see where happens with them going forward. Now, basketball, basketball. Oof. They had their game against NC state, a team that BC lost by 30 points last year, you know, an ACC foe. Uh, and they were playing at home. Their first ACC game after a big win against Vanderbilt, BC comes out shooting like garbage. <coughs> they could not hit a bucket if their life depended on it and fell behind early. Now they, you know, rallied back and every time they rallied back, NC state would build on their lead. So it took until the second half for BC to actually get the lead. And, you know, just as a kind of wrap up of this game, the big issue here was free throws. BC, you know, one of the best shooting free throw teams in the country, which is insane given that it feels like forever that they've, you know, that they've been a poor free throw shooting team. It comes roaring back in this game. They they missed, I think, 11 free throws. They had a chance to win this at the in the end of second, in the end of the second half. Jaden Zachary tried to lay it in. He bounced it off. And they were lucky they didn't lose it there because they had like three seconds left and NC State just ran it down the court and almost got it. But it was it was overtime. NC State was hitting threes. BC couldn't get to the line. They did. It was just a mess in that overtime, and they lose. This was a tough loss because the win was there. You had it at the end of that second half, and they couldn't f- follow through on it. Um, really tough loss. You want? I mean, it's such a big difference between six and two and five and three. You just re- and and one and zero oh in ACC play against a team that you know you're going to be battling for that bubble spot. Uh, so it was a really rough loss for the Eagles. Now they go on to play Central Connecticut. And I, I, I say all these bye games, I'm always worried that BC is going to fall on their face again, but they're going to have to play better. Quinton Post had a tough game in this game, uh, this game on Saturday. He, he did not look as great as we've seen him play. And now finally, recruiting talk. Nolan James, a running back from uh, DePaul Catholic in New Jersey, committed to BC. He took, a, took BC over offers from Syracuse and a bunch of MAC programs. Um, not rated. He's class of 25. So this is not even this year. Um, but he visited BC a couple times, loved it. He's really excited about it. I talked to him. It's good that they got their first commitment because, uh, it's been a while since BC's had any good recruiting news. Now, if you want to get more good recruiting news, come on over to Eagle Insider. We got a bunch of it there. Um, I will be back again tomorrow. We'll have more to talk about with, I'm sure the transfer portal will be crazy. We'll have it all covered here. Anything else that breaks, make sure to check us out here or on Eagle Insider. You can follow me on Twitter at AJBlack247. Thank you all to everyone who out there who is a everydayer, whether it's Josh Doggerty, Len Subar. Um, I'm missing up. I'm missing some names. Working Rich. You guys are all usually out there talking about this game or this, you know, what's going on at BC. Thank you so much. And I will see you all again for another episode tomorrow of locked on Boston college, your team every day.